Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. The Haven Hub is a space for people who are in distress at night and it's going to open in Limerick City later this month and the project is being led by Leona O'Callaghan who's a good friend of the Limerick Today show and a team of people and Leona is in the studio with us this morning so we are hoping that there will be no technical issues in this conversation as a result of that. Good morning to you. Good Leona. morning Joe. How, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I must buy myself a new, new mobile. A new mobile, a new mobile. Well it's probably networks and all of that. That's, that's always the problem in these situations. So explain this. This is a space at night, but what's it all about? Well, basically, it came about, it's actually grown legs and, and um, we've gotten a lot of people behind it in the last two months. Um, it came at a time, I suppose, where a lot of families were hit by uh, suicides that happened within a very short space of time. And I think the whole of Limerick were distraught and um, a lot of people affected so what I did was I reached out to a lot of the organisations that are involved in suicide prevention and I asked would it be possible for everybody to, a lot of them to collaborate, sit around the t- the, the table and put all politics and any differences aside and, and look at the challenges that's there for suicide prevention. And one of the things that a lot of, uh, I suppose, uh, organisations are finding is that after around nine, nine, ten o'clock at night, the Samaritans is the last, I suppose, support, which is a fantastic support in the daytime. But after that, the only place that uh, is available to somebody who's feeling suicidal or who has attempted suicide is the A&E department. And basically, within Limerick, I started looking at the statistics on the, the National Suicide Research Foundation, um, who records the self-harm and the, the suicide re- uh, statistics. And we have the highest rate of discharge for different complex reasons of people that present to A&E who basically they can't find the right help within A&E um, when they're feeling suicidal. We have 72% and on top of that we have 13% of people that present haven't self-harmed, haven't attempted suicide that are just that 13% leave without being seen and 72% are discharged. And what that was leaving I suppose is a message to people that the only place available at night time it really can't help them and and that's a dangerous message and how will the haven hub fill that gap and actually help well we have now secured a space so that we have volunteers that have suicide prevention training which will be assist and um and and the volunteers will have suicide prevention training and peer support active listening skills so that if somebody is feeling distressed so that if somebody is feeling suicidal or even if it's that they just need a bit of support and struggling and if it's that time of night, the peak time at the moment is, is, is around 11 o'clock. They can come into to the cafe. It's, it's like a crisis cafe as such. Um, we're, we're calling it the Haven Hub. And, um, Where exactly will it it's, be? It's going to be in the, the Limerick Social Services Building. So they, they've very, very kindly um, given us the space there for the next year or two um, where basically they can come in, they can have a cup of tea, they can sit with the suicide prevention trained volunteers and instead of the likes of a cold bench where, where often the, the patrol teams who are doing an amazing job are sitting on a, a bench in the, the cold and the rain with, with no privacy and everybody you know that passes knows that that person is in distress. 
you know, instead they could come in, they can use the facilities or our volunteers can sit with that person and come up with a safety plan under the, the assist training. Now, so, Leona, yeah. has it been challenging to get specific training for your volunteers? That's our biggest challenge at the minute and hopefully within the next few days we're, we're hoping to meet with the Suicide Prevention Office. The only one that's licensed to provide that training at the moment from, from what the HSE have told us in the National Suicide Prevention Office um, is the HSE and there's a four-month waiting list for assist. And even at that, they usually just take two people per organisation. So what we really need is, like, we have some assist-trained volunteers and, and we've had induction and things with them. Um, but we, we want everybody to have the right tools. I'm not going to put a volunteer in the position of trying to, to support somebody in distress and that's feeling suicidal without the right training. Right, well, we actually were in touch with the HSE just to see where Great. they stand on this. And uh, again, as you you say HSE Office for Suicide Prevention have two assist training workshops planned between now and Christmas where the Haven Hub have been offered a number of places. We're awaiting more applicants from the Haven Hub to offer them spaces in upcoming workshops. We recommend that people who are bereaved by suicide in the past six months do not attend Safe Talk. This is the course. And those bereaved by suicide in the last two years do not attend the assist uh, training. And it's recommended that participants undertake Safe Talk, which gives participants an introduction to suicide awareness prior to attending assist, which is the more detailed course. And then uh, we can offer a community Safe Talk to the Haven Hub for up to 30 people. Yes, um, well, part of our, I suppose, policy, our recruitment policy of volunteers would, would be alongside the, the assist where if people do want to, to volunteer to be a peer support worker, they, they do need to be two years, um, I suppose, removed from both being affected by suicide if a close loved one is has passed through suicide or if they've been in their own mental health difficulty and they felt suicidal. So we agree that that it wouldn't be fair to put anybody in the position of trying to support another person when 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 they've their own stuff going on. They have offered um, the Safe Talk. Um, I suppose that's a half-day course. I, I've done Assist myself without having done Safe Talk. And a lot of what what is covered in Safe Talk is covered in Assist. Our volunteers, we have no funding. Our volunteers, a lot of the time, have full-time jobs and have a lot of other commitments and, and they're giving up this, their, their free time. We do want them to have the full proper training and where Safe Talk is fantastic if you if you notice somebody in distress maybe on a bus or you know it's a fantastic training. Um, at the same time we, we, we're quite conscious that we're opening a space here where, where, where that assumption is already made so giving us Safe Talk really isn't going to equip us enough to be able to handle and to be able to make sure that we get to the point where that person is left knowing how to keep themselves safe, where their loved ones are contacted, where we've listened to their story and gone through the steps that's recommended. Um, so I'm very slow to put any volunteer that hasn't done the full two-day assist training mm. in that position. I don't think it's fair to the volunteer well, or the well, person. How many volunteers do you have and do you need more? Yeah, well, we, we, we've been very lucky, in fairness. A lot of people have reached out to us. So it's, it's limerickhavenhub at gmail.com if, if anybody can um, can volunteer. At the moment, we've had, uh, I've, I've received 55 to 70 um, applications to help us volunteer. And for some of those that are, have been recently affected by suicide, they're helping in more an awareness or possibly social media. But for peer support, we have in, I've had an induction of 16 people and I've another 10 
um, doing the induction on Sunday, but only around half of them have assist done. And um, so we're only going to be opening on Friday and Saturday nights. We do need the volunteers to have access to, to the full assist where, you know, the safe talk isn't going to be sufficient. And I don't want to open up a service where the volunteers are put in a position where they're, they're, they're second guessing themselves. That's not fair. Okay. I'd, I'd much rather that person go to A&E. So we're, I suppose we're reaching out to, to the HSE to, to come in and to give us the full training of the assist so that those volunteers will have the, the, the tools and the knowledge to be able to help people in distress. Limerick people are coming together and, and Limerick people are its best assets, I always say it. And this is going to be a, an issue that is resolved by Limerick people collaborating Okay, very good. Well, uh, the 28th of November is when the Haven Hub is due to open, isn't it, uh, the Social Services Centre? It is, and and the steering committee is made up of a lot of organisations. So for the first time, a lot of organisations are coming together where, you know, the patrol team, the, the land search and rescue team, some of the addiction services, Limerick Mental Health, the Gardaí, we're all sitting around the same table. It's 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 given a message of hope that people's messages are heard and more most importantly representatives of families affected by suicide, representatives of service users are at that table to say what's going wrong, what are the challenges with suicide prevention and what needs to change and that, that's a huge step as well. Alright, well listen, well done to you, Leona O'Callaghan. Great Thanks, to see John. you in the studio this morning. The best of luck with the Haven Hub. Call Limerick today now on 46 19 95.